Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. And my name is Joe Oltman. Lots to go through today, so make sure you guys hit that share button if you haven't already. Important episode today because they are holding a vote tomorrow in the House Judiciary Committee to advance H.R. 2377, which is their new red flag law bill. Well, l- The let's, red flag bill. Go ahead. And, and let's also tell everyone what's going to happen tonight. We're going to talk about that big T word. Taxes. Which, again, they're trying taxes, to get more taxes. taxes. Inf- hyperinflation, everything's going back, and what is the government doing? Yeah. Let's take more. <laughs> These yeah, people that's are gonna trash, be tonight. Max. They're trash. They're absolute trash. They're trash. Yeah, that's going to be tonight. And one of the things, just as a precursor, what we're going to be talking about tonight is they actually want to now tax unrealized capital gains. So we'll explain in depth what that means tonight. But essentially, if your house goes up in value, even if you didn't sell it, you'd be taxed on it. If your stock holdings go up in value, even if you don't sell, you'd be taxed on it. Terrifying, terrifying stuff. So make sure you tune in for that a whole tax breakout, breakdown and talking about universal basic income, which ha- also has inflationary consequences tonight on the 7 p.m. Eastern episode. Um, so, yeah, well, Joe, you did mention trash. So if we go, go ahead, go to my screen, Mr. Producer. I saw your eyes when I said that. Today's, well, I thought we weren't, I thought we weren't calling him trash anymore, but no, I guess wh- trash is What are you talking exception. about? I just talked about well, the government being trash. When is the government not trash? Well, when did you, I say got, that I wasn't going to call the government crash? Well, when, when, when you talked about yesterday that you weren't going to call the left names. I, no, that's I, not I what I said. Trap. And again, that's not what I said. What I said is, is that I'm not going to call Democrats names. I'm going to call the radical left what they are. I'm going to call the government what they oh, are. They're trash. So also, in addition to trash, go ahead and put up my screen, Mr. Producer. They are also hokum. Hokum. Language, behavior, ideas that are absurd and contrary to good sense. Hashtag the left are hokum. Well, if you keep my if you keep my screen up, Mr. Producer, these are the these are the states that have already enacted red flag laws. In pink, that's where it's been proposed. Um, in red, dark red, that's where it's already been enacted. So pretty much everywhere that it's already been enacted, there, there's some red states in here. Obviously, Florida is an example. Um, Indiana, another example. But the vast majority of them are blue states. So Democrats have kind of run aground. There's no more room for them to pass these red flag laws. I guess they could get Virginia probably pretty easily and Maine, and, and, and that would be probably it. But they've run out of ground at the state level. So what they're trying to do is they're trying to impose you, it federally. Do you know what's interesting about that is look at all the areas that are run by red. This is how communism starts, people. This is how communism starts. It starts when you have people. Look at how much how much gray there is there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm still surprised well, it, that that Florida has red flag laws and that North Carolina has red flag laws. It, it's North Carolina is proposed. I don't think it went through yet, um, but it was proposed. So the okay. pink is proposals. The dark red, they should have picked a different color. They should have made it like blue or something um, for this map. But you can see that the only two real red states that have done this are Indiana and Florida. And to a lesser extent, maybe Nevada, but Nevada's pretty blue these days. Yeah, you notice, by the way, that some of these states, like on the, on the West Coast, and the California, uh, Oregon, Washington, those states specifically, have the highest crime rates in the country collectively yeah no certainly in the in the cities for sure you look at what's going on in portland what's going on in seattle la that's 100 percent true so the reason the democrats are pushing this bill through committee tomorrow in the house judiciary committee is because you can see on this map there's no more low-hanging fruit to pick off right 
they, they've run into blockades everywhere else they've tried. So they've pushed it through where they can at the state level. Now they want to enact it federally. And we can go ahead and take that down. And the bill is terrifying because it would take away, it would give the government the ability to suspend your constitutional right to keep and bear arms without needing to even charge you with a crime or convict you with a crime of a crime beyond a reasonable doubt. We can take down my screen, Mr. Producer. Joe, we, we've, we've differed over, over the year, over the past year. We've kind of come down on different sides of this law. Have, has your opinion on red flag laws changed at all? When, when did my red flag law n not change? What, what are you talking about? Well, no, well when, when there was the, the shooting, remember, in, in Colorado, where you were saying they should have gone after him with the red flag law, and we kind of got in a little tussle, and I was saying no one should ever got they should never go after anyone with a red flag law because it's un unconstitutional. If they wanted to stop him from shooting up the grocery store or whatever, they should have charged him with a crime. No, I think what I said is that red flag laws don't work. And it was a perfect example of the fact that it doesn't work. And because they use it to weaponize against individuals and people in their community, but they don't use it when they should use it. I mean, this guy was a psychopath. This guy literally was a left-wing psychopath. And yet they let him just continue and buy a gun with, with impunity. There are many people that we turn away at DCF guns, many people that we turn away. On a regular basis, we turn people away all the time, right? And the reason why we do is that there's something not right about the individual, right? So we probably do that four or five times a, four or five times a month. Why would I want to take the, not take the opportunity to slow down someone that looks like they're unstable? Why would you not want to do that? Well, yeah, and that was where we had the debate last time over what, when you said even when they should use it, they don't. The debate was well, whether even when they, they should have, ever use it. Even when they have it, they don't use it. Even yeah. when they have it, they only use it when it's convenient for them, when they decide they, can, they want to weaponize themselves against that individual, not when the public is at, at risk, not when the public is, at, um, is in danger. They, they don't use it then. Yeah. It's, it's almost as if they're creating these environments and, and maybe, and, and this, is the, this is the sad part about having this conversation because now you have to realize that the government is actually out there to destroy the American people and destroy and create fear in the American people. It's not just the pandemic, they're doing it now with guns and they want to take away our ability to have guns because if we don't have guns, we can't defend ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just look at Australia. Australia would not be going through what they're going through today. No way. No if way. They, if they hadn't already confiscated everyone's guns. You see those videos of people running away from police officers and getting shot in the back with rubber bullets, with beanbag rounds, with pepper rounds, right? We've, well, we've shown it on, on the I'm podcast. I'm going to tell you what just happened. That wouldn't happen if a free people in Australia had arms. That wouldn't well, happen. I want to tell you what just happened. So there are approximately 300,000 guns. In Australia, right? Yeah, they're like like hunting rifles, shotguns. There's not a, lot, a whole lot of semi-automatics left. All right. Well, now yeah. you have people in Australia that are actually loading up and grabbing guns. Well, do you see the the Aborigines? Did you did you shooting see them arrows? shooting bow and arrows? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That's hardcore. So so that they they don't realize that people will find a way to fight back to get their freedoms. And that's what's happening in Australia right now. People are fighting back to get access to their freedoms. And the, the thing that just blows my mind are the people that are going along with it. Like, hey, mate, you just should just let them do what they're going to do and stay in your house. Is that your, is that your Australian accent? That's as close as I get. <laughs> well, I, I think what I you mentioned... What you mentioned with DCF guns, there's an important difference. If DCF guns or any gun store for that matter wants to turn away a customer, they can turn away that customer as long as they're not turning away a customer for a protected class. Like you can't say no women, no men. You can't do that because that's a protected class. But the gun store can have a no shoes, no service sign, right? And if you, don't, if you show up without shoes, they kick you out. Just the basic level. The federal government cannot say if you don't have shoes, you can't buy a gun. That, there, that's the difference there. The government can't say in order to exercise your Second Amendment right, you have to have shoes. It would just be unconstitutional. Like, what, what does that have to do? It says the right of, a free, of the people to keep and bear arms, not the right of the shooed people to keep and bear arms. So right. when gun stores turn people away, that, that's, a, that's a good thing. 
it's a good thing. If, yep. if someone's getting like an off feeling, like ah, oh, heebie-jeebies, this guy seems kind of insane. If he, even if he doesn't have a record, yeah, you say, okay, now I'm not interested in selling this gun to you. Now, unfortunately, they're probably going to go to ten other stores until they get one. But at least that store won't be implicated and won't be a participant in whatever happens next. You hope that all the stores would do it. The challenge comes when the government, without even seeing the person, right, without even looking in their eyes, seeing their shaky hands, right, seeing their their fluttery voice, the government just decides, oh, actually, we just think you're dangerous. We just think you're dangerous. So you can't not not only can you not buy guns, but you can't even own the guns you already have. That's the key difference between a gun store turning someone away because they get a weird feeling and these red flag laws, because the red flag laws apply to guns you already own as well. If you own a gun and the government says, hey, there's a 51% chance that you might be dangerous under this new bill, they take the guns away. Now, you did realize that a couple days ago, Australia lifted some of the restrictions that they had in Australia. Yeah, Yeah. they'll put them back. They'll put them back. But you know why they did that is because there were tens of thousands of people in the street. So it it does pay to stand up to tyranny. And so standing up to, you know, there's people that have said, you can't stand up to the government. They're going to do whatever they're going to do. No, they're not. No, they're not. The second that you realize that you're a slave, so I should start this conversation with good morning, slaves. It's not good morning, Americans anymore. It's good morning, slaves. And it's not, I mean, Max, you smirk, but what, what else are we up against? No, I'm not, I'm not smirking. I'm, I'm smiling. I, I like the intro. I mean, it's not it, a smirk. It's, it's a smile. It's, uh, I want people to understand that you are a slave. I, you are a slave. Welcome to slavehood. And actually, you've woken up to the, the knowledge that you're a slave. You've been a slave for a long time. Now, the reason why they're indoctrinating our kids and doing these things and saying guns are bad and trying to keep people away from those things that can, that can, that can put a foothold in our community of protecting your rights, protecting your freedoms, is because they don't want you to wake up and figure out that you're a slave. Yeah. But you're a slave. So I'm going to continue to tell you every day you're a slave. You tell me how it makes you feel to know that you're a slave. I want to know. How do you feel knowing that you're a slave? because that's what you are. The red flag laws at the, at the federal level are only designed to hurt you. If they were designed to help you, if they were designed to help you, then what we're seeing happen right now in our communities wouldn't be happening, would it? I mean, would it actually be happening if, if they cared about us? Yeah. Would we be dealing with hyperinflation? Would we be dealing with uh, rapists and, and people coming in from the southern border. And you'd say, oh, I see he's calling everybody rapists. No, I'm not. But there's an illegal that, that raped a woman on a train. There was an illegal well, he that was, raped a nine-year-old. Yeah. He, the, the one on the train, he was a visa overstay. So that one did come in legally illegal. as a student visa. He came in legally as a student visa. And he's then he overstayed illegally. his visa and didn't leave. Yeah, I know. But he didn't come across the border. That's all I'm saying. He he flew in legally. I didn't say he came across the border. There's lots of ways to get in here and actually screw things up. Look at the people that knocked down the towers on September September 11th. That's true. Student visas. Student visas, all different kinds of visas, yeah. So when when they can't get enough critical mass to do that that way, then they start bringing them in through the southern border. You know, I keep talking about where we're at as a country, and we, we talk about red flag laws. We talk about some of the things that we have from this gun confiscation vote that's happening. You know who they're trying to come after. Patriots. Yeah. They're trying yeah. to come after the people in this country that care about this country. And the entire time that this is happening, this is the part that blows my mind. The entire time that all of this is happening, the world is burning down around them. There's mattresses yeah. that are literally on the side of the road. I, a friend of mine took a video of the side of the road driving down the road in San Francisco, the highway. There are refrigerators on the side of the road in San Francisco. Yeah. Refrigerators. There was a great, there was a great Babylon B headline. Um, it was Gavin Newsom <clears throat> says hypodermic needles are all over the streets because of such uh, because of the high vaccination rate. That that's why. <laughs> he said he said that. No, no. There's a Babylon B. Oh, Babylon it's B. Satire. Okay. It's satire. It's satire. Going to take a real quick step away to remind you that this podcast sponsored by our own store, the store conservative daily store. If we put up my screen, Miss producer, we do have the let's go Brandon t-shirts. Let's go. Brandon t-shirts are ready yes. available in blue 
and yes. navy and black. So that link is in the description. And if you scroll down to DLive, you'll find that link there as well. Also, we have a bunch of other t-shirt designs up, new designs up. So if you want to check that out, go to the apparel section and scroll all the way down. You'll find them. Joe, I know you'll like this one. Yeah. Unvaccinated Lives Matter. Oh, I like that one. Unvaccinated Lives Matter. So you can check out all the new shirts. More are coming up every single day. So make sure you head over there, store.conservative-daily.com, and check out the new swag. So why don't, we, why don't we dive into this? We don't have to spend the whole hour talking about the bill, but I want to explain what the bill actually does because it's terrifying. Can, can we, can we do, before we do that, because we have a short memory, right? Uh, and I want to continue to bring up stuff like the fact that we need to decertify the election and we're working on election integrity across the country and it's making a difference. But can we, can we before we talk about the gun confiscation, can we, um, can we show the video? Can we show the video? What video? The, the video of the Beagles? I found it. Oh, I don't. I don't want to show that. That's it's horrible. It's it's I, I, so sad. It is sad, but you know, I think this particular video, this particular video is not. It's not just sad. It it tells the story, and it's not as gruesome, but it is gruesome. And uh, look, what do you guys think? You guys want to see it? Do you guys want to see it? We'll just ask the people if they want to see it really quick before we go forward. But I think that we, we should we, show we it. We can play it. I I just really don't want to watch. It. I've seen it already. It's 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 heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking, but if we don't actually bring out what's really happening, if we don't bring out what's really happening, then then where are we, Max? Where are we? Trying to find it. Trying to okay, find well, it, if trying we, to find do, it. do we have it? If we don't have it, well, let's get to it at the end because I don't want to wait in the middle of the show. If if the producers find it and can get it ready, we'll, we'll play it. But we'll, let, let's, let's keep Okay. Wait. Um, please don't show me that again. The truth hurts. Yeah. No. Please just play it. Okay. This is mixed. Right, go into what you're going in. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna watch it. I, mean, I think you. I think. Do you have it, Mr. Producer? Do you have it? Play it. So the beagles are to be euthanized 196 days at the start. What you're seeing right now is uh, beagles being tortured, thrown, abused, thrown to the ground. This is one that died. Hi, I'm Laura Ann. Can you turn it up? Will you be an angel and give a voice to some helpless doggos? Tony Fauci is spending over $424,000 on cruel and unnecessary experiments on beagles. Healthy beagles are given an experimental drug and then intentionally infested with flies that carry a disease. This process is known as maximum pain experimentation, and FOIA documents reveal the animals suffered horribly from being eaten and gnawed raw until infected. Fauci's budget has ballooned to over $6 billion in taxpayer funding annually, at least half of which is being wasted on more questionable animal experimentation like these deadly and unnecessary beagle tests and other maximum pain experiments. Fauci needs to be held accountable for this staggering waste and abuse, both overseas and right here at home. End the malpractice. End the animal abuce. End the Fauci tyranny. It says call Tony Fauci 301-496-2263. Those animals literally just want to be loved. They're dogs. And these sociopaths just want to destroy them. There you go. That's, that's the evil of our government right there, slave. This podcast sponsored by Liberty Cigars. Head over to libertycigars.com. And when you use promo code BEFREE, B-E-F-R-E-E, they're going to throw in a free Patrick Henry cigar. It changed. Used to be used to be Benedict Arnold. Now it's Patrick Henry on all orders over $76. So Liberty Cigars is a Patriot-owned company. They have a whole different line of cigars, all historical-themed cigar lines. So head over to LibertyCigars.com. And again, when you use promo code BEFREE on all orders over $76, you'll get a free Patrick Henry cigar thrown in on top. So if we go ahead, go to image one, as I mentioned, this bill is called HR 2377, the Extreme Protection, the Extreme Risk Protection Order Act of 2021. It's got all, you see all those different Democrat co-sponsors, but it starts like every other red flag bill. Let me take that down, go up to image two. Image two, it's, it starts with an ex parte order. 
Now, Joe, I know you know what that means, but for everyone who doesn't, an ex parte order, all that means is that they have a hearing without the accused gun owner being allowed to attend. He's not allowed to know the hearing's happening. He's not allowed to be there. He's not allowed to send his own lawyer. It's just the prosecutor and the judge talking about whether he should get, he or she should get their guns taken away. So it starts as that secret order. And then if you, if you go to the next image, image number three, in that secret order, they have to decide whether to issue the order. The ex parte order is when they find probable cause. So not even enough to actually like, like go after the guy with, with criminal charges. There's probable cause. The respondent poses a risk of imminent personal injury to himself or herself or another individual by purchasing, possessing, or receiving a firearm or ammunition. So in the secret order, Joe, if the judge and the prosecutors decide that someone poses a threat to themselves or others without that person being allowed to defend themselves, the judge unilaterally, if we go to image, image number four, the judge unilaterally can issue a confiscation order to last 14 days. 14 days. So we can take that down. What's, what's Pretty unconstitutional, worse, right? What's worse about this is that there's no standard of care. There's no standard by which they, they can just say, ah, they, he, you know, he could put his finger in the barrel. Oh, he's going to hurt himself. All right, we're going to take his guns away. There is absolutely no standard by which they can confiscate your guns. They can just come take them. Yeah. Yeah. They just come take your guns and they don't have to even charge you with a crime. I'm going to keep re reminding you of this over and over and over again during this whole process. If this bill passes, the government can confiscate your guns without ever even charging you with a crime, let alone seeking a conviction. So, yeah, they get that 14 day order. This is what our country has come to. This is what yeah. our country has come to. I, and, and look, there are people that are out there saying, hey, look, let's just it's time to just grab our guns. It's time to just grab our guns. No, it's not. Not yet. You'll know when it's time. And then you have Biden and those guys that say, oh, you need F-15s and nuclear weapons. Hmm. Anybody ever see the Taliban? That didn't age well, did it? <laughs> that did not age well. <laughs> we, no, we, it, it didn't. We, we are putting ourselves in a position where we don't have a choice. There is no choice B, right? We, we either hold the government accountable, we either get in the gap, or we lose everything that this country stands for and you become more of a slave slave. Because that's really where we're at. We're at the point now where everyone is a slave. You're a slave, I'm a slave. Now, we, we talk about why it makes, why, what makes you a slave. Well, 52% and counting and climbing of your pay goes to the government, taxes, which is what we're gonna talk about tonight. I personally think we have to shrink the government by 50%. Um, you know that there's a, I don't know what it was. Was it 500 trillion? 500 trillion. No. Pro profits for in, in 2000. I think it was profits in 2000 were, anyway, they've gone up five times, right? Profits for big, cor big, big, big corporations. And the United States has gone up five times in the last 21 years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. do you know what the it's tax liability for those over that 21 years, do you know the tax liability uh, has gone up in those 21 years for no. big corporations? What's it gone up? It hasn't gone don't, up. Don't 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 go don't go too much into it. We have right. we have to do a whole show on this tonight. <laughs> but well, it hasn't gone gonna, up. It hasn't gone up at all. No 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 no. But the profits have gone up five times, but the amount they pay is still 200 billion dollars. It was 200 billion in 2020 or 2000 2000, and today it's still 200 billion. So the vast majority of what they take from you is you being a slave. The vast majority, and it used to be that the government got uh, three hours of your time. We're going to talk about this tonight. I want you to understand some of the, this is just the tidbits we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to have someone that hopefully stops in and see us, uh, a surprise guest, so you get a chance to talk to them as well. We'll see how that goes. But, um, but it used to be they got three hours of your day. Now, both parents are working and they get 12 hours a day. So they get 24 hours a day per household. 24 hours a day, the government owns of you. They get half, they get half of your day they own. So it used to be 12%, 15% in taxes, now it's 52%. 
I mean, six months out of the year, you're their slave. You see where they've boiled the frog? You see where gun confiscation and open borders and, you know, uh, Narcon stations where they can keep drug addicts alive that overdose, all of that stuff is not for humanity. It's to destroy you. It should destroy you. It's to make you weak. It's to make it so you can't defend yourself, defend your family. We're doing this all tonight. Don't, don't, don't say too much because we want people to tune in tonight. I have we plenty still need to, go to make sure tonight. we do a whole hour. I, 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 did, I built an entire thing of what we're dealing with as a society, where your taxes go. And I'm going to run through it with you. And it's going to shock you. you. You don't, look, slaves don't own property, right, Max? We'll talk about this tonight. No. I want you guys to all think about whether or not you own property. I want you to think about that. Whether or not you really, truly own property. Because I know in a business... We have personal property tax, or excuse me, we have, uh, what's it called? Business tax. That is anything you have, like a TV and a camera, you have to pay a tax to the government every year just to have that business equipment in your business. Do you really own anything in this country now? I mean, you used to, but do you now? Something, something to consider. So if we go back to image five, the evidence that the government has to present in order to take your gun away is they have to explain why the defendant poses a risk of imminent personal injury to himself or herself or to another individual by purchasing a firearm or ammunition or by possessing the firearm ammunition that they already hold. And this is why this bill is so dangerous. And we do have a fax blast already out. Link is in the description. Listen, this votes tomorrow. The votes in the House Judiciary Committee tomorrow. And we take that down. We. We can take down the, the image. The votes in the Judiciary Committee tomorrow. Once once they mark it up, they could actually make it ten times worse tomorrow. Once they make it up, they're mark it up. They're going to fast track it to the floor and vote as fast as possible. And in the Senate, they're going to try and do the same. And in the Senate, there are Republicans who support this insanity. I'll say that again. There are Republicans who support this insanity. Among them, Marco Rubio. He authored the version of the bill that they tried to push through last year. See, this is a Democrat and Republican bill. It's not just the Democrats. So the evidence that they have to, to, to present, they have to, pr- they have to prove that you are a danger to yourself or others. But Joe, they don't have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt. They just have to prove it with clear and convincing evidence. If we put up image six, the burden of the proof, it's up to the prosecutor, but they have to prove by clear and convincing evidence that the respondent poses a risk themselves or others. That's a big deal. Take it down, put up image seven, because there's a there's a different hierarchy, different hierarchy of burdens of proof, the burdens of proof. Again, take this image down, let's put up image seven. This is the pyramid, this is what it looks like. At the top, you see beyond a reasonable doubt. That's what it takes to convict someone of a crime. That's what it takes to usually take away someone's guns. That requires the elimination of every reasonable doubt if the, if the defense can even convince one juror to doubt the prosecution's ta- case, it's a mistrial, right? If they do that enough, the prosecution again, uh, eventually gives up. But that's what it takes beyond a reasonable doubt to convince a jury of your peers that you are guilty of a crime worthy of having your rights stripped away. You'll notice one step below is clear and convincing evidence. And all that means is that the judge has a firm belief or conviction. More specifically, we can take that down. More specifically, clear and convincing evidence means that a judge believes it's more likely to be true than not. So, Joe, there's a secret hearing. They say, oh, Joe's, Joe seems pretty dangerous. I think he's going to hurt himself or others. There's a secret hearing. The prosecutor meets with the judge in secret, and they say, yeah, I think he's dangerous. They just have to have probable cause. The judge says, I think he is dangerous. They take away all, all right. your guns for 14 days. You finally get the hearing to go. You have to hire a lawyer. You finally get the hearing to try and get your rights back. And you notice that the gov- government doesn't actually have to prove that you've broken a law, doesn't have to charge you with a crime even. Yeah. They just have to convince the judge that it's more likely than not that you're dangerous, that it's at least 51% likely that you're dangerous as opposed to not dangerous. That's the standard. And if, if after all of this, the judge agrees that you are more likely dangerous than not, put up image eight, they can take that 14-day gun ban and they can turn it into a 180-day gun ban. Half a year, 
and after that half a year is up, they can also renew it. And again, we can take that down again. I'm just going to remind everyone at this part of the story, no crime, criminal charges have been filed, no indictments, no grand juries, no proving beyond a reasonable doubt, no actual court case, just the prosecution in front of a judge saying, hey, he's probably, he's probably dangerous. And then poof, your rights are gone. They're not coming for my guns. Well, they, they could. Colorado right, already has one. Colorado already want, has a red flag. I just want you to know something. I want, I want, I want to be clear about this. You ready? So they'll, they'll take your guns away from you, the weaponize, because they weaponize everything. We, we keep talking about weaponizing media, weaponizing technology, weaponizing the judiciary because they're compromised, right? Weaponizing our, our voting system. Are you, are you seeing a trend here, right? You're seeing a trend of what they try to do? You're, you're a slave. I'm going to come back to it. I'm going to keep calling you what you are. You're a slave. My slaves. <laughs> and it's not funny. But you know what I find funny? Is that somebody sends me powder in the mail to terrorize my family. Right? And they do nothing about it. They did nothing about it. Somebody comes on my property carrying guns. Nope. Not going to do anything about that either. Somebody comes to downtown and starts beating people with a stick, nope, they don't arrest them. Somebody goes to a bunch of gangbangers and gets, shoots it up and other gangbangers shoot back. And you know what? Nah, mutual combat. Guns are illegal, but hey, mutual combat. No, nothing to see here. Are you seeing a pattern? This, this is not about protecting anyone. This is about enslaving you further putting their tentacles further into you. They're coming after your kids. They're opening the border. They're letting people come in. We're going to see dirty bombs, and we're going to see lots of bad things happen in our society over the next 6 to 12 months. Hyperinflation. Jobs are on the, I, mean, I don't even know. Everyone's looking to hire, yet nobody can hire anyone. Job reports are terrible. Nobody's going back to work, Right? Hospitals are empty, but they say that they're full because they've had to fire doctors and nurses for not taking the jab. The VAERS report says that officially 17,000 people have died, but we're trying to save grandma. Are you seeing it? Guns confiscation roll 51%. Well, I don't know. I was at the 50-50, but you know what? It was the thing that you said about, I love the USA. That's 51%. You're definitely going to hurt yourself. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, it, yeah. Well, we've seen it. We've seen it crazy. in states like Florida. We've seen it used in states like Florida where people saying that I will defend myself if necessary. Yeah. That that has been yeah. used as the 51% likelihood that they will be a threat or dangerous to themselves or others. Yeah. We've seen similar cases in Colorado. The purpose of owning a firearm is that worst case scenario, you have to use it to defend yourself or your loved ones or, or someone else, right? You don't, you don't purchase a firearm unless you are comfortable in using it to defend yourself or others should that prove necessary. Yeah. When you go before a judge and the prosecution says, yeah, well, he has a Facebook post where he bought a sign. And that, signs, that sign, we've all seen the signs at like flea markets and stuff. This house doesn't call 911 and with a smoking barrel and he put it outside his door. Well, we have reason to believe that means he's going to shoot someone. So, yeah. Judge, we need you to take away his guns yeah, for 180 days. It is, it, but don't say that because you live in a state where you have red flag laws. It doesn't matter, Max. I'm a free man. I'm a free man, and I own a gun store and range. What are you going to do? you going to stop me from going to my gun store and range? I have an FFL. Could, yeah. No, they can't. They can't. They can try. Well, let me show you. I, they can try. What happens. I have three sure million. I have three million people that says that that's not going to happen. <laughs> put, put up image number nine. Image number nine, the way that they're going to enact this bill, if it passes through committee and passes on the floor, is by changing the Brady Act. So the Brady Act is the law that defines who is a prohibited person. And it says you, you have to be under indictment, a, a fugitive from justice, right? An un, unlawful user of, of a controlled substance, be adjudicated mentally defective, be an illegal alien, be dishonorably discharged from the armed forces, right? If you have renounced your citizenship, um, if you have a, a misdemeanor crime of domestic violence against you, Right? This is the law that states who is a prohibited person. They are going to add in to that law 
18 U.S.C. section 922, a little paragraph, an, an additional one that says, subject to a court order that prohibits the person from purchasing, possessing, or receiving a firearm or ammunition. So, Joe, I know that you'd fight the hell out of it, but if this bill passes, if this bill passes and anyone and any prosecutor, any any leftist prosecutor was to go after you, yeah, if they got a protective order, why, why Max? Why order, Max? Do you even bring? Law, why do you, you do this? Why do you do this? Yesterday it was well, you can't do anything at the border, I'm and today you're like Joe. Bad. They're going to come after you for speaking up. No, so I'm please don't give them bad. any ideas, and don't be trying to put things out there. I'm not that giving you're just, any ideas. Yeah, you kind of are. I mean, I'm this is the same thing you do every day. This show is turning into a total shit show. It is. Second day. Explaining why this is bad. I'm explaining why this is a bad law, and that even if you own a yeah. gun store and range, it doesn't protect you. And you tell you because me not to talk because it. they already have it in Colorado. I don't give a shit what they have in Colorado. No, I'm just. What do I care? I don't care. I'm not giving up my guns. I'm not a threat to anyone. I'm not doing it. And there's a lot more people like me that feel the same way. They're not weaponizing things against me. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Because I've never threatened anyone, yet I've had plenty of threats against me and they've done nothing about it. Which just shows you they're all trash. Everyone in the government is trash. They're compromised. And so, no, I'm not giving up. And don't smirk at me, Max. Don't. I'm not smirking don't. at you. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just reading different parts of the upcoming images. Well, the th fear, even if, even if they don't go after anyone, the fear is that when this kind of law has been enacted, they've just killed people. If we put up image 10, this happened a couple years ago, but it's a very real example. In Maryland, officers showed up at Gary Willis's house at 517 in the morning. They had in their hands a gun confiscation order under Maryland law that Gary Willis, 61-year-old Gary Willis, had no idea existed. Yeah. You see, Gary Willis's family members turned him into police, not because he was actually dangerous, because they had an argument, it boiled over, and they wanted to get back at him. So they, they turned him into police. They said he's dangerous. They went through the secret court hearing. They went through the secret court hearing, got the order of, of confiscation, showed up at his door at 517 in the morning. He obviously answered the door with a gun because when someone's pounding on your door at 517 in the morning, you show up with a gun to make sure you're not going to get robbed or something. The police shot him dead in his doorway. Now, he had no idea they were coming for his guns, but there was a struggle when the officer saw he answered the door with a gun. There was a struggle. Some shot was fired, and then they shot him dead. That is what the left is willing to do to enforce these kinds of unconstitutional orders. It's not just a, a discussion about policy. It's not just, oh, we're going to have prosecutors going after people. They are quite literally willing to show up at any of our doors at, at 5 a.m. In, in the morning. Yep. And when we have no idea what they're talking about, because it's a secret hearing, when we are legally in possession of a gun to answer the door, Wait, on our side of the threshold, even in the most restrictive states with gun laws, you still are allowed to answer the door with your gun. You still have that castle doctrine in effect. They shot him dead. And there was no investigation. There was no prosecutions. They said, oh, no, that, that, that's the system working. And he wasn't a mass shooter. He wasn't a terrorist. He was just someone who got into an argument with their family member. And apparently the family members turned him in. So that's the risk here. It's not just, oh, they're going to go after really bad people. It gives, like this law, the way it's written, allows your former roommate to go after you. So if you it used to have a roommate, yeah. if, you, if you used to have a roommate and you evicted him, it says, you know what, I'm going to get back at him. Allows them to go after you. It allows a vengeful ex-spouse. You don't have to even be living with them. They can be your former spouse. Say, oh, no, actually, he, he poses a risk. I think he's dangerous. All it takes is his or her word. The police officers initiate the process. The judge issues the confiscation order. They show up at the door at 517 in the morning, and he gets shot dead. That, that, that's what we're talking about here. Listen, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to live my life in fear. And I think that's the difference between you and me, is that you set a certain threshold for your fear that you have that's, you know... That, I don't have any fear. I have no fear. I operate in the, in the realm that God will protect me, and I'm going to do what I need to do in order to, to get people to rise up and recognize that they're slaves. And that's what you are. You're a slave. Six months out of the year, you work for free. I'm going to get people to recognize that gun confiscation laws goes against the Constitution. 
The Constitution is all things written in the Constitution are absolute. It doesn't matter what Biden says. It doesn't matter what these leftist, communist Marxists say. It doesn't matter. That document is absolute. It's absolute. I have a Second Amendment right to bear arms. And frankly, we need those more now than ever. And you'd say, oh, are you going you gonna to fight against them? I, you don't really even have to. You don't have to. You just got to get enough people that have courage and that aren't fearful. And, oh, my gosh, you're going to take things from us. We should fight against this gun confiscation law because it goes against the tenets of the Constitution. It goes against the basic principles of your rights as a human being to defend and protect you and your family. Otherwise, you become a victim. And that, that, by the way, is what's happening all over the country. People in Chicago are becoming victims. Walk down the street, it's like whack-a-mole. You're trying to do your best. Go to school. Do the things you need to do. And all of a sudden, a bullet flies and kills your kid. And there's nothing you can do about it. Because the only people that have guns are the, the, the police and the criminals. And I've never seen a criminal, I've never seen a law that's been put on the books that made a criminal go, ah, you know, they just passed a gun confiscation law. You know, I probably shouldn't carry a gun. They don't care. And now the standard has been raised. The standard by which criminals can operate can be raised. Steal $900, you're okay. $901, we're probably going to arrest you. Go into, uh, go into a place and, and talk about defending your rights, and you become the enemy, and we're going to confiscate your guns. Talk about killing uh, white people, or all white people are bad, or, you know, oh, we, 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 we hate people that are conservative, that love their country and love God. Uh, we'll ridicule them, and we'll let them keep their guns so that they can persecute and come after good, hardworking Americans. That's where we are. That's where we are. Yeah. Yeah, we are. The challenge is, if they add this, Joe, to 18 U.S.C. Section 922, the, yep. the Second Amendment, it's it's it's... It's set in stone, right? It, it is there. I mean, I guess it could be amended, but it's a very, very hard process to do. I don't think it would ever actually happen, at least in today's day and age, to get rid of the Second Amendment by an amendment process. You need the 60 votes is, to pass this, right? Gun confiscation deal? 60 unless, votes in the Senate. Unless they figure out a way to slip it in to the upcoming, uh, the upcoming uh, budget bill. Well, I can see the problem right? I mean, doing that. Then, it, then it's 50 votes plus one in the Senate. And there is more than one Republican no. willing to jump onto this. There's more than one Republican yes. to jump onto this, you think? Yeah, yeah. Marco Rubio wrote the bill last, last year. He had his version of the bill last year during a Republican Senate. And, and, and this is why we say that every Republican that shows their stripes once should be voted out. Every one of them. But, oh, that's right, I forgot. You have these voting systems that cheat the American people out of their vote. Ah, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, sorry, people. I, I totally forgot. You, you, your voice doesn't count. You don't matter. Oh, that's right. You're a slave. Let's call you what you are. You're a slave. How does that make you feel, slave? You have no control over your body anymore. You must get a vaccine. There's a mandate. Not a law. Mandate. An edict. The king has spoken. You must get a vaccine. So your body, the most sacred part of you, doesn't even belong to you anymore. They're saying the quiet part out loud. You're a slave. And this, this gun confiscation vote deal, we're the, last, we're the last country in the world. And everyone's watching. Everyone's watching. And I don't care if you have a two-year-old at home or you got a 20-year-old. I don't care. I don't care if you don't have kids. This is fundamentally about protecting the basic rights of our country. Basic. This is the most basic. The first is the ability to speak, yeah. which they do a good job of trying to quiet and quell anyone that stands up for truth, honesty, sensibility, while promoting things that make you a more of a slave in your own community. I'm going to put up in a second the bill, but before I do, this podcast is sponsored by Air Medicare Network. Air Medicare Network, the premier insurance plan to cover you and your loved ones should any of you suffer a medical emergency and need to be airlifted to a hospital by helicopter. Anyone who's 
had to go to a hospital buy an ambulance you know it gets to be very expensive and your insurance likely won't cover it well it's only it only gets worse when you go by helicopter air med care network exists to make sure you don't risk bankruptcy just because you or someone in your household has to go to the hospital it starts at 85 dollars. that covers your entire household for one year and when you sign up using the link in our description airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and then use promo code daily you're going to get up to $50 back in the form of an e-gift card, depending on how many years you sign up for. So I mentioned that Marco Rubio wrote the bill. We put up my screen, Mr. Producer. It's S292. It actually has a new version this year. So he had one last year. He has one for this year. And it is co-sponsored by Marco Rubio and Florida Republican Senator Rick Scott. So both of the elected Republicans from the state of Florida have co-sponsored this bill. Now, whether this is the one that the Senate ultimately brings up, I don't know. But it's not a whole lot different than the one that they're pushing through in the House tomorrow. So when you have the entire Republican delegation from the state of Florida in the Senate supporting the right for the government to take away your guns for upwards of half a year without ever having to charge you with a crime, without yeah. ever having to actually like get, seek a conviction. We, we got we got a lot to clean up, guys, because we look at Florida. Oh, Florida's so great. Well, Republicans control Florida. Oh, yeah, Republicans control all the Senate seats, the governor's mansion. Well, Florida, their Republican legislature pushed through an almost identical red flag law a couple years ago. There was one mass shooting, and they pushed it through. And now their, their delegation supports it. So what? obviously, they need, if, even if they don't get it put into the reconciliation bill, they have two Republicans. So these two alone give them 52 votes. If they can get eight more Republicans, this becomes law. I don't I don't trust that they won't get eight Republicans. I don't trust that the Republicans will stand together. You got Lisa Murkowski. Right? She'll, she'll, she'll sign to this. She doesn't care. Right? Susan Collins, she'll sign this in a heartbeat. Bam, you're at 54. Now you need six. Do you really trust the rest of the Republican Party to hold the line? I don't trust the Republican Party with anything. I wouldn't trust them with my wallet. I wouldn't trust them with my wife. I wouldn't trust them with my kids. I wouldn't trust them with anything. I mean, it's a uniparty. And I feel like I'm, I'm taking away hope from you guys and saying, hey, look, there's no hope. There is hope. We're hope. We're, we are the hope. We are the, everyone's waiting for President Trump to do something about it. It's not President Trump that's going to do it. It's us. It's us. We the people. It's us. We are the ones that are going to get to the place where we actually can hold the line. you got to speak up. You got to speak up. Yeah. Yeah. So we can go ahead and take down my screen, Mr. Producer. Again, we're running a fax blast today. That fax blast, fax blast link is in the description. Another way you can make sure you get the fax blast is by signing up for our email new newsletters. That link is in the description as well. And this is a bill that's being voted on tomorrow in the House Judiciary Committee. This is the last step. They Actually, it's a markup session plus a vote. So they could actually make this worse. They can make this 10 times worse if they really want to, if they if they feel that they have the votes. So if you can, you got you to gotta join our facts blast today. You got to put pressure on Congress to stop them from enacting this law, stop them from pushing this through. And you got to stand up because the reason that Joe Biden and the left are coming for your guns is because they want to solidify their hold on this tyranny. Joe, you talk about the the election fraud, right? They got, into, they got into office illegitimately. Well, what do illegitimate presidents do when they realize that their approval rating's in the toilet, that they have approval rating in the 20s or low 30s? What do they do? Oh, well, oh, it's our priority to take away guns from patriots. Why? Why are they trying to do that? It's not a hard answer. They want to perpetuate their illegitimate government. They want to perpetuate their tyranny. This is the first step in a long line of Democrat policy proposals that they want to enact to strip you of your most basic rights and liberties. You look at what happens in the UK. You look at what happens in Canada. Look what happened to Arthur. Did you hear what happened to Arthur? Yes, uh, the other day, Joe. No. You see what his his actual um, the 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 oh, uh, what he was actually sentenced to. Did you see? Yeah, he has he to pay a talk. fine. Yeah. No, he can talk, but every time he talks about the pandemic, he now has to give the, the government line, right? He has to read a disclaimer from the government every time he talks about the pandemic. He won't do it. He has to say, he has to say that the government requires you to wear masks, social distancing. He has, basically has to be the government puppet, even during church services. So the reason 
that Canada has gotten this far is because they have enacted total gun confiscations. It's very hard to get a gun in Canada. Very hard to get, almost impossible to get a semi-automatic gun. So you look around us, all the different supposedly Western countries that are imposing this radical tyranny on us, on them, their, their citizens, they wouldn't have accomplished it without first coming for the guns. So yeah, there's a lot going on in the country. Sure, absolutely. There's a lot that we have to be focused on. But they are trying to slip this through because if they can take away your gun without even having to accuse you of doing something wrong, they can take away everyone's guns. Any final words, Joe, before we wrap this up? No. No, I don't. I'm, t- today is one of those days where, I mean, I just, the realization is, is that once you know what you're up against, it becomes easier to fight the battle. And right now we are up against an innate evil that has taken over our society. It's taken away joy. It's taken away peace. You know, it's taken away our ability to, to have life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Those are the things that we care about. But they've taken that away, too. They want us to live in misery. That's what, that's what communism does. That's what Marxism does. It makes you live your life in misery. And it destroys everything around you. So make a decision. Stand up or don't stand up. See what happens. If, if, if people don't stand up, listen, this is a mistake a free people only get to make once. There's no do-overs. If they take away your right to keep and bear arms, there's no do-overs and there's no getting it back. Well, that's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. If you like the Conservative Daily Podcast, make sure you subscribe to the audio edition that's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Podbean, and Audible. So check out all those links in the description. We go live at 11 a.m. Eastern and 7 p.m. Eastern, so make sure you tune in for that. And if you need a little bit of help, you need a reminder, text the word FREEDOM to 89517. You'll get added to our text alert system to get a notification before we go to air, what we're talking about that day, and where and how you can listen or watch. Also, there's a link in the description. Make sure you sign up for that email newsletter. Very, very important. That's how you get our action alert emails. So if you don't already get those emails, make sure you subscribe. That's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. My name is Max McGuire. My name is Joe Oltman. And remember, everyone, the fight to take back our country is not over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together.